All right, I'm recording. Come over here, Mike, and tell without, me. School me. School me about the the government and. Are they yeah. mosquitoes, or is that just bugs? I have no idea. There's mosquito uh, spray right here, though. But it's just on the ground, I just found it. Oh wait, actually, that thing's supposed to repel mosquitoes. Yeah, get that thing. Supposed to. Why isn't it unplugged then? Probably because it's making noise. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Rogue One, right? Wait, no, Rogue, I haven't. Is that what Andor is? Really? It's the only one I haven't seen. First of all, it's fantastic. Yeah, I've seen Rogue One. Is that uh, the, the Star Wars The shit? guy that ends up with Jin at the end. It can't be as good as Archer or whatever it is. They all, they all die. Archer yeah. is the best. Archer's amazing. Archer did you show? see the first yeah, one? I love Archer. Wait, yeah. did you see I the, the new any, season? I haven't watched the new season yet. I haven't watched, watched anything. Oh, I haven't watched anything in a long time. Actually, the first I, I think I did a binge for like the first six, four seasons or five, but I haven't watched anything gone. Oh, well, man, he's finally out of his coma, and it's a lot better. But yeah, so Andor is that guy from Rogue One. He's getting a show spinoff on Disney Plus. Oh gosh, really that's good. Not excited about that. I'm not excited about that as a She-Hulk. Yeah, so. I've heard good things about that. I watched the first episode. She's it was in, watchable. She's an ungrateful bitch, but but you know it's not. And she she wants me to hate men, but it's not terrible. She wants you to hate men. She wants everybody to hate men. The women are so put mm. upon. Oh yeah, she, do you want she, backwards? She goes into this whole yeah. She goes in this whole speech about how women have to control their anger, and and Bruce doesn't understand. I'm like, fuck you! Oh god. I think it's gonna be like. That's like the when other. we have the like. It, I always feel like the argument for women. It'll be talk about how like uh, they've done all of these things, and I'm like, okay, have you ever like the other side of that argument either? Yeah. Because almost immediately, all I hear about is this is the patriarchal society forever, how long, and I'm like. But it really right, hasn't this looks been awesome. for a while now. Revision. At least not in my lifetime. Baggage wagon. Nice. Baggage wagon. Northeast style double. That's what it is. Yeah, she goes off in this rant about oh, 8.5. I, I get catcalled and I, you know, I might just genuinely get murdered just for being a woman. And I have to control my, my anger infinitely more than you. Passion fruit. And as she says as she transforms into the good. Hulk because she's pissed off. <laughs> like, you don't see the irony 45 here. 45 IBUs. You're not actively not controlling your anger. What's the damage on it? In half? Okay. What's that? <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's very grassy. Ooh, pretty good. A lot of grass and floral hops on it. I there. like that. That's pretty good. It's nah. different. Yeah. It kind of like coats your mouth, though. Phrasing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where are you thinking of phrasing? Where is Peter? Wait, he's talking to Katie. What? Why is Katie over here? She's inside. She lives here. What are you talking about? She was over at the club. No, she, she drove into the uh, into the house when I pulled oh, up. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Damn. All right. Wait till he comes out and we'll start. Peter! Nobody else wants backwards? Guess not. All right, so let's uh, talk about this. Uh, student loan forgiveness. Go. <laughs> It's a bad idea. <laughs> it's bad and they should feel bad. I pity the fool. Alright. So this week let and then let's let's do a let's do some uh what do you call it when you bookkeeping. Book, bookkeeping time. Okay. So next week we're gonna be gone. Uh Fresno State games going on. So me and Peter won't be here. Uh Nick won't be here. 
Um, the week after that, Belmont is not an option, but we can do go back to Wade's house, go to the Curry Pizza if you guys want to do that. So take a break next week. Yeah, so take a break for sure next week. Okay. After that, we can be back on the week after the week would come back, that potentially. Week, yeah. Right. We'll be the weigh-in week. Okay. The end of our competition, officially, the September 15th. So we got to do something for that, and then... Um, we should be good until the end of September. The end of September, I'll be gone in Vegas. Uh, like the 29th, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, taking Laura there. Laura's never been to Vegas. You're like, uh, just the two of you? Or are you just the two of like us. Just a vacation? Yeah, okay. just a, yeah it's like a vacation. Uh, nice. shows, or what are you doing? Yeah, we're going to go to Burt Kreischer. All right. Oh, that's but, what you're asking um, about. It. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take her to Top Golf, and I'm going to take her to uh, the Hopra House, which will be good. Because it's right around Oktoberfest time. So, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Now that. It's like the last week of September Yeah, something. last week of September. Cool. Hey, my friend's baby just popped out. All right. Poor kid. Looks like him. You want? Poor uh, kid looks is like that lighter working or you want this it, one? Is that, I'm more excited about, I mean, I know Andor might be good, but I haven't seen Rogue One, but I'm, I'm really excited about Will. Why is it called Andor? It's, it sounds like Endor, His like the moons Cass- of Endor. Cassie and Andor. More excited about Willow. I'm going to watch it. They're having this. So, have you the seen Hobbit any of his series? Like, have you seen any of like, the, and the, stuff, dragon. the behind the scenes stuff they, they've been doing with it? Uh-huh. It's fucking hilarious. So, uh-huh. he rolls out. They're and like remaking Willow. Yeah. Not re. Yeah, they're not Willow's remaking. No, it's like a sequel series. It's right? a sequel series, so yeah. he, it's him, and because he's old now. Yeah, he's they're, old. They're yeah. fast forwarding it like this is what ha- like what's happening after. But oh, it's hilarious. So like they have him walking around on set, and he's all fucked up. Cause, and if you ever re- watched any of like the like he's got some TED talks and stuff he does because he has that with his dwarfism he has that gene or whatever that basically you're fucking in pain all the time eventually and so he's all fucked up so like that's why he walks like funny if you've ever seen him and all sorts Mm -hmm. of stuff he's had a bunch of surgeries and also like all sorts of crazy stuff anyway so he's in the inner he's like they're following around he goes hello i'm and then like i'm Warwick davis and if you don't know me i played in the original willow he goes and he's like and I'm really excited about the upcoming season. I want to introduce you to the staff, like the, the other folks. And so he, he walks up and he's like, it's totally like, you know, they're fucking around. And you know, the cast is fucking around. So like he says, hey, and uh, he goes, he says something. He goes, how are you guys doing? And so one of the cast member goes, who are you? And then he gets, he gets all mad and goes on a rant about who he is and how the show's about him. But, like, he's not being a, like, dick about it, but he joking. is. Yeah. He's kind of being but a dick about joking, it. He's right. like, the show is literally about me. I don't understand what hey, you're doing. And so, like, get a glass? so some guy says something to him. And he goes, he goes who are you? And then the guy says who he is, and he goes, he goes, don't you don't you remember me? I was in the, the casco. And he goes, oh, you're probably going to die at the end of the season anyway, so I don't care. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> have you seen just, that? Um, and then he goes up to some other guy, and the guy's like talking to him, and they're like trying to like the younger cast is trying to be friendly with him and like talk to him. And he goes, "Ah, I don't know who you are. Go away." Like, have you seen that documentary with uh, uh, Val Kilmer, where he like can't? No, talk? you're talking he, about Val. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, no, but I've watched. He I've has watched, like the I've cancer throat it, yes. and like he can't talk. I watched. So it, first it, of all, the it, saddest every thing time ever. I watch, I get. A, I've got the first fifteen minutes. I'm like, okay, so he is an eccentric ass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. First of all, but what's really cool is he actually takes everything. <gasps> nice. I need to speak to long managers. Uh huh. Okay, Karen. I not get approval of being out here. This is my land. Uh-huh. I really need to speak to the manager. Uh, go talk to your manager inside. The manager inside said we is could. Is that from that game where you have to try to sneak into his house? Yeah. That looks fun. Have you ever played it? Uh, I played it like a long time ago. My kid. Emmy, go, Emmy, go play Roblox and talk to your friends on. you, John, On uh, what do they, what do they use? Like Messenger? I don't know. Making friends with the kids, I see. Oh, I know the kids too well. I know that's the thing. What's that revision? What's that? Do you want to drive home? It's not good. I don't like it. It, what, it's what, too floral. What, it's, what like it? no, it, it's like having the best. It's like having a mouthful of like uh, like baggage um, wagon. I've never seen it, and it's fresh cut weeds. It's that like having weed. a ma- that mouthful like of fresh cut weeds. You're crazy, dude. I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's too floral. It's too grassy. Too floral. I like it. It's pretty good, dude. I've never had a bad beer from Revision. I don't like beer to taste like that. Yeah, I don't I, want. I don't want my beer to taste like that. Over revision, it's um, over decimal. I I want. I can't you know, disagree my, with you on that. I want my beer to taste like kick I, I cereal. Really, I, if it doesn't taste like kick cereal, although I've had a few beers from Dustball I'm, I'm not fans of, they never keep those beers around. They always cycle out. They're good beers, I, and, but I do struggle with pain for therapists. Oh God. I love therapy. And it's so good. The rapist. I know. He oh, so first of so all, it, it, it was one of the original. <laughs> like, confused therapist is better. I haven't had that one yet. You ever seen that SNL therapist? with a Sean Connery? Oh, dude. Yeah, but it's worth every penny. I don't know. It's worth I, it. I have those days where it, it's, not on the, it's not on the bucket list, so like it's hard to be like, mm. oh, let's do that. It should be. Okay, that, well, now you should, you should try it. I'll look at it a little more. At least once. At least once. The hard thing is you got to... Isn't that a four-pack only buy? Yes. And it's like 40, 50 bucks? No. Uh, whatever. Maybe 40. It can't be better than, it can't be better than uh, that great punch, that uh, neon great punch that weighed no. out last week. Well, look that at this good. one. You yeah. paid 40 for the 120 minutes, Yeah, but right? that was on my bucket list, because that's yeah. been around the craft room. It's less than it. All right, so Hobbit, Hobbit is coming so, out. The new series, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. It's not uh, the it's five, five Rings. Five Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Rings of Power. It's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Amazon does the dra- House of the Dragon was good. I thought. I watched it. It was good. It was like exactly it was a quality show. It was. It was a, it was a real trying, quality show. I'm trying to give it a fair shake. The first episode was quality. Left a bad taste in my mouth. It was way. You mad about the last season? Yeah, I hated the last couple seasons. Peter. Yeah, but there are the, the same people. There's the an obvious people. difference between like the She-Hulk, She-Hulk, and House of Dragon. Like, there's a big well, yeah. disconnect Confused between like a quality show Hazy and like just Imperial bullshit. IPA. Oh, yeah. Twenty-four bucks for yeah. a four-pack. Yeah, Wait, oh, that's, that's not bad. bad. That's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Then, yeah. Rings of Power is going to be trash because Amazon doesn't even own the, right, the rights to the IP. Yeah. As I told Jason, yeah. So, so I got. I have hopes it'll be okay. Y'all are into Lazy River. They raised the price on Lazy River. Oh, really? Yeah, it's 40 now. Ugh. All I right. told him, and he was like, what? I just looked at it well, the Well, thank day. you, like, Biden, yeah. and the uh, the student loan forgiveness is only going to oh go up. Oh, my God. It's going to get worse. 
<laughs> I'd all, rather blame Newsom. All that Monopoly money. It is going to make inflation worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Monopoly money. I don't, I don't disagree on that. Yeah. That Chinese Monopoly money. Because people, even if like they don't, they're not getting 10 grand in their pocket, but they're going to go, hey, I just got 10 grand in my pocket. I'm going to go spend. Mm-hmm. That's the market. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the rich get richer, poor get poorer. Yeah. Have you looked at the stats about where the money's actually going? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's going to the rich people. Well, it makes sense, though. I mean. <laughs> That I don't agree. All with. the, all the, I mean, the only. Well, definition of rich is kind of wonky too, though. Sometimes the only people I know that are actually benefiting from this uh, are people that. Me. Well, not really. Well, public loan forgiveness is fair enough, right? Yeah. Like public serv- that's how that's I'm a doing. Drop it. in the like, bucket I'm compared to I'm what doing you it that are. Way. Too. Okay. Public loan I'm not asking is, for a whole scale loan forgiveness. That's the way it should be. You know, you go to the military, you get, you get your GI bill. Yep. You you do public you do public service you get your bill you, you yeah, get your loan it's like a benefit for a job no yeah, right. like people that I know that's how I live with that are really benefiting I'm not about I think it should be are Brian and Dia yeah, you're not talking yes. about this you're talking bullshit. about and Randy yeah. Yeah. they're bullshit yeah. degrees right. yeah. I mean, I yeah Randy which is where I was yeah. Yeah. they're Miley bullshit degrees at least at least Randy's doing something with it at least Randy's doing something with it Brian and Dia aren't doing shit Brian and Dia are learning how to how to be woke manipulate the system I don't think that like I was explaining like the, some of us got really royally screwed because we weren't the system was a mess and it, it but and there are a lot like that but i don't agree with the person who went and got basket weaving and although i don't <laughs> there actually is no one who did that but you got leisure studies no but there's a bunch of them you got to take sixty seventy thousand dollars in loans out with, that you will never I mean, get an income that will be able to repay that ever you know but then again the majority can, of it the majority of college experience is just a waste of time yeah Yes, um, but okay. anyone that's been but through that's, college knows that. But if we all know that, then why is it as taxpayers at this point are we allowing that to continue to happen? Well, because you all go like, like, and I'm just saying, it's not the taxpayer side; it's, it's the politicians. Yeah. It's the people you in are, charge not, of the university, right? Then, because if you voted for the right people, that would. But there happen. are. Show me the candidate who says they want to eliminate the, the Department of Education, and I'll vote for them. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'd vote for them a hundred times over. So there have been. You just got to vote outside Libertarian Party. That's yeah. fine. Like, okay. uh, but I, you I said it. I have. So, like, mm-hmm. I vote outside fair, party. Fair enough. I, I was like, that's, it's everybody said. And even knowing it was going to be, like, like he knows. We talked about it. I did not vote for, for Trump. And, the, and then for either. Yeah. Okay? For either. Yeah. But... Both, and that wasn't just the it's second a bad, one. Was it's more a corrupt. Of, the whole system is yeah. corrupt. And that was and that was um, even anti-Trumpism for, to be at. Uh, so actually, no, that's not true. I might have voted for Trump in such time. I can't even remember now. I mean, by the time you get to the general, yeah, you probably don't. And if Gavin well, Newsom, no, I voted in the, in the first run. I did for Gary Johnson. If Newsom is our next president, yeah. though, when it was down to to him yeah. and Hillary, yep, that's not. That's just wasting your vote. It's him and Hillary. No, there was... Oh, because Gary... Because Gary... Gary Johnson party. was a libertarian party. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no. Yeah. And if more Americans actually did that, if center-left folks who yeah. actually agree and center-right folks actually didn't it, did it too, it's the, the party system would would yeah. would crumble and then it would open up. But People I also understand... Because they're lazy. Know, yeah, if that... Well, it's not just lazy. We also... There is a truth behind... If all of a sudden they voted for a third-party platform and that party won... One of two things is going to happen. American democracy is going to fucking fall apart really fast because then you're going to start having like what happens in some of the other countries like in Germany and where you've seen it where all of a sudden these, these compromise parties start popping up and then it, then you have factions within your party system. Yeah, I mean, and, we're not parliamentary, but yeah. 
No, but that the system could go that it works. Two, the two way different. it works, yeah. it can go that way. Yeah, yeah. It's unlikely. It's, yeah, it's built theory, to be a two-party system. Right, in theory, it could. Yeah. yeah. I've got a question on the student loan thing. Uh huh. Have they? And it might be too early because they just announced it yesterday. But have they said what the average? What the thirty-five thousand current average loan like debt of, of thirty-five thousand student who. Falls within this ten thousand, so it's really yeah. Mean. And they've already forgiven fifteen to some, so this other ten that they do would be twenty. So it'd get there. The belief in what he's pushing is saying, and what Biden pushing back on the Democratic Party is he's forgiven most of the debt for a lot of a lot of the populace. They say that does that. Okay. The problem is that when they look at that debt, there's a couple of issues with when they look at that low end of the debt. So when you look at people that are actually poor who took out student loans, like the actual poverty level folks, yeah. most of those loans were taken to go to for-profit universities and they're including that in there. And most of those people took out fifteen dollars to $20,000 loans because that's what the cost of those programs were yeah. for students. But um, once, the, once this faucet gets turned on, it's never gonna get turned off. And so, what if you're sending someone to college? Well, that's I don't know. There's a, there's a, if we change subjects on it and we talk about that with like whole scale immunity for for illegal immigration, there, there's a discussion to say that if there was wide scale like forgiveness on that, that that would that wouldn't happen. That it would stop because then people those same people right now that are saying keep the borders open would be the same. They would start voting to close the borders for everybody. There's the argument there now whether that's accurate or not. I don't know. But I've heard it. I've seen they, it. I've read if we it. gave an amnesty to people who, who yeah, gave and they, amnesy to, and, like, and the reason they because they the yeah they wanted to claim that in the ninth in the eighties the lady I was going to say did the amnesty, Reagan give the am, give but they amnesty. didn't actually give full amnesty and that was part of the problem. Damn, and right, listen, he didn't. They didn't with with Reagan. What what part of the problem was is they never overhauled the green card system to make it functional for actually for us to do what immigration should be is we want the smartest people in the world, the hardest yeah. workers to come here. Trump nailed that one. Yeah. Never we, we, we literally screw that system up. And then people are like, well, no, that's not true because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, actually, that's not true because it doesn't work that way. And this is in certain aspects of the government. Sure. It does with certain people. But for a lot of people like engineers and other things, it doesn't always work like All I know is this. Democrats keep winning elections because they keep giving away free shit. Yeah. As long as they're continuing you, to give away what, free shit, people what, are going to vote for them. In the, droves. The, the, that is a fact. That is our not fact. A fact. That is a fact so of the, life. The, 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 uh, functional, I think, the biggest hurdle for a, a, a conservative party versus a liberal slash progressive party is that the left party will say, here's stuff and we're going to tax the rich. We're trying to move towards the, a, a the, the, socialist the society. The on the right will say, no pay for your own shit personal responsibility and you it's so tough to sell that america is socialist no america I, has I become more and more socialist because you're looking at if we look at like the 27 and under california probably, that might be a little more accurate to say if we include like obviously they need to be included but like you look at it as a is a holistic point but if you really look at it from really the issues that people died on the hill for especially in the 90s and, and early 2000s that weren't issues we should have been having discussions about the way that they did was moral arguments. Yeah, because we used to do like the whole cons uh, well, uh, early compassionate conservative bullshit that, that yeah. Bush did. 
That was awful. That didn't that, work. That, that's like being, it's, it, it's giving away free shit or, or doing or, or restraining your rights from the right as opposed to from the left. It's, it's just a mirror image and I, don't, I disagree with it. I don't yeah. want to, that's not what we should do. It says socialism light. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's socialism from the right. Yeah. Yeah. Or light, like I like my Bud Light or regular Bud. But yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. That, yeah, you brought it up. let's talk about Revelation 10. Somebody read it. <laughs> Jason, let's read it. Sorry. I saw another strong angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and the rainbow was on his head, and his face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire, and he had in his hand a little scroll which was open. He placed his right foot on the sea and his left foot in the land. And he cried out with a loud voice as when a lion roars. And when he had cried out, the seven peals of thunder uttered their voices. When the seven peals of thunder had spoken, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up the things which the seven peals of thunder have spoken and do not write them. Then the angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things in it and the earth and the things in it and the sea and the things in it, that there will no longer be a delay. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, then the mystery of God is finished, as he announced to his servants the prophets. Then the voice which I heard from heaven, I heard again speaking with me and saying, Go take the scroll which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the land. And I went to the angel, telling him to give me the little scroll. And he said to me, Take it and eat it. It will make your stomach bitter, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. I I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. And in my mouth it was sweet as honey, and and when I had eaten it, my stomach was made bitter. And they said, and they said to me, you must prophesy again concerning many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Cool. All right. So the angel, one of the main characters in this passage, speaking to John, who do you suppose this angel is? Is it an angel? Why is it referred to as an angel? Tell me something about what it says about the angel. And have we heard any of this language before? And what did it mean back then? In earlier passages. So... They describe him and his appearance a lot, but then he comes down and he says, uh, uh, voice of the seventh angel, he's about to sound the mystery. The, the mystery of God is finished, as he announced to his servants the prophets. Yeah. So he came down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, with a rainbow down? on yeah, his he head. Face like the sun. And he and his mouth um, from the lion. Almost all what, of that is the relationship we talked about. Yeah, what, what imagery have we seen that in connection to before? All that shit. Rainbow, sun. The rainbow was uh, clouds. That's Christ. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking about Christ. You guys get that? Well, Peter. The, the see, whenever I think of it, I, 
I associate this because I learned it, what, what the rainbow actually means in the Bible is God promised to Moses that he would never flood the earth again. So yeah. that's where my mind goes when I think of rainbows in the Bible. Yeah. But is the rainbow supposed to represent Jesus too? Well, so the, it, the rainbow is over his head, so it's talking about fulfillment of promises. Is it it's over like his head? Like, on his head. On his head, yeah. whatever. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And I think in chapter 1 or chapter 4, maybe both, well, when there were like there was an obvious like Christ-like character, right? Yeah. And it described him a similar in a similar fashion. Okay. What's the deal? I can't remember when which Christ is baptized and a dove flies. Is there a rainbow too there? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Actually, no. I know. I, I always think was. about it, but I think it's that the visual um, picturization when we watch movies, where they or videos no. when they show that there's always a rainbow in the background. I just think no. it or there's a couple Old Testament connections. Um. Like I think in Ezekiel and in Daniel, when it talks about rainbows, and it's always God Himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, and there, and the thing with like he, when He speaks, it's a land for that's definitely. Yeah. Christ and whenever a scroll is given to a prophet to eat, it's always God giving them the scroll. And there's something in the Old Testament, um, a phrase that says the angel of the Lord or the angel of Yahweh. And whenever it uses that phrase, it's referring to God himself. The angel of God. The angel God. of the Lord is God, yeah. Uh, um, so there's a theological term I learned when he, looking into this. He's his own angel? It's called angelomorphic Christophany. Angelomorphic Christophany. And uh, it connects Christ to the... Basically, it's describing him as an angel because of the Old Testament, whenever it refers to the angel of the Lord, it's referring to Christ in a pre-incarnate Christ. Whenever, whenever in the Old Testament you find the phrase an angel of the Lord. Yeah, because the whole, uh, like, um, like, you have to go back Joshua to, like, the a, Trinity. A and, like, term. You yes. can't have it. All of a sudden, the, the triune Godhead is, like, just Christ all of a sudden popped up. He's always been a part of creation from the beginning. And always a part, or at least always part of God. I'm sorry, not creation, but always been a part like of God. Like the Trinity, right? The, yeah. the Trinity always existed. It was never fully realized until the New Testament. But it was still present in the Old Testament. Okay. It was just present in a less understood way. Okay. But there were still hints that it was there. Okay. And so what this, what the point of that theological idea is that in this passage... Is confirming that suspicion that whenever the Old Testament refers to the angel of the Lord, it's referring to Christ, the second person of the Trinity. So that's why in this passage it refers to him as the angel, as a mighty angel. So Christ Christ was doing like Christ things before Christ was Christ? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because God is eternal. Well, he just did, and the it, Trinity like he says, it talks about that with Christ, it's always the revealing. Yeah, and it talks about the Spirit in the Old Testament, the Spirit of the Lord, yeah, yeah. and that would be the Holy Spirit sure, right, sure, sure. in the New Testament. So, since God transcends time, Fair obviously enough. he would be the same as he was in the Old Testament as he was in the New Testament. Sure. Otherwise, it's a creation by man. Folks um, struggle a lot with that with the Trinity. Well, yeah, because they it's don't a, make that connection. Because it's it's unique. It's not human. It, it's beyond also, human concept. Also, the church doesn't do, like. I, I'm not saying as much now, but I would say she did a very poor job. The postmodern church, I guess you would say, didn't do a very good job of explaining that one. 
They kind of gloss yeah. over that with the old the connection of Christ and Old Testament over to the New. So much heavy focus and emphasis on the New Testament and not making that connection. So we were like, wait a second, we have entire generations of, of our age folk who are like, wait, the Trinity. Yeah. I, it was always told to me and taught to me, but I didn't really see Christ just all of a sudden popped up in New Testament. I'm like, no, that's not. Yeah, and what's interesting is that angel amorphic Christology is actually a term that start Jewish that. Jewish it's got to be a heavy metal band. yeah it's got to be death metal <laughs> <laughs> wait you got to hear this yes, Jew- yeah. Jewish theologians came coined that phrase they came up with that term okay. to describe what, because what phrase uh, angel amorphic Christophany. Christophany because they still believe in the Christ even though they believe that Christ is yet to come they still have a theological um, understanding of who Christ is and so they believe that Christ existed in some form eternally also. And even yeah, they in the have Old a, Testament. A, they have a Savior. Um, um, yeah. yeah. They well, they have a they Christ. They, they have a Messiah. The they Christ. have a Messiah, a Savior. Yeah. But they, they don't think come yet. They don't think Jesus is But they it. still believe that he was present in yeah. some way. Yeah, they don't think Jesus um, is it. In the they Old have Testament. All right, Angel, moving on. Angelomorphic Christology. Yes, angelomorphic Christology. So you're... You try to Christology means theology. Yeah, the of study Christ. of Christ, the theology of Christ. Yeah, um, and angel so angel is like anthropomorphic. Would mean, it's like you, yeah, you're, you're making a yes. human out of it. You're making yeah. an mm-hmm. angel out of it. Okay. All right. Yeah, what words are there? What yeah, do yeah, you yeah. think That's, was? I'm just trying to break it down. <laughs> what do you think was spoken that was sealed up in the first paragraph, and why do you think it was sealed up? So in the middle of the first paragraph, seal up the things which was sub. Seven peals of thunder have spoken, and do not write them. What were those? What was the seven peals of thunder? What did the seven peals of thunder represent? Well, wasn't it the seven seals that we talked about in, in the previous chapters? No. No, the we're in the midst of the seven seals being open, open. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so this this whole chapter is kind of like an interruption seven between the sixth and the seventh, I think. I think the last chapter was the sixth, and the next chapter is the seventh. So this is like an inter- an interlude, an interruption. So the seven kills of thunder. So so this is like the way it reads is it's God's truth uh-huh. fully revealed to us. Yeah. But in the case of this circumstance. It's God, like God again, saying you're not ready yet because the time hasn't happened. Yeah. So He's sealing it now and yeah. saying that when that when the seventh angel later on in the passage He says when the seventh angel yeah. trump like trumpet sounds the sound that is when all the mystery will be gone. Yeah. So basically, it's saying that's when all man will know of God. But that that that's a physical representation of God's truth. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it. All right, so what is the mystery of God, and why is it referred to as mystery? I mean, the mystery of, I would assume the mystery of God is that none of us can ever actually understand God. Yeah. Or know God. Know God, yeah. Or, yeah, know God, fully know God, fully understand God. It's a mystery. We can guess, but... Yeah. Or speculate. I mean, there's that, it's definitely trying to refer to, like, a specific... Prophetic, um, I don't know what to call it. Prophetic thing that's going on here. 
that he's about to reveal, right? He's about to reveal himself? Well, he's about to reveal, like... Well, yeah, because it's God. It's in God's right. hand. Right. Right? If we're, we're make, walking under that we believe that this image is, is a representation of Christ, and is open with the truth of God to all men, right? But he's saying seal it up right now because we can't, like, it's not time. Yeah. Right. Right? And then the mystery is really what they're talking about is knowing God. That's the mystery. Mm-hmm. But the mystery of God is going to be finished, meaning, well, I interpret it as he will no longer be a mystery. He will reveal himself. Yeah. I like that. They talk about the sweetness in your mouth and then the bitter in your, in your stomach. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of like that line when I was reading it this morning. It was like poetry. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it sounds good, but then you, you get a taste. Well, you got to think about it. Yeah. It's like, wait, so it's sweet. Like when you first have it, right? You get it, and you're really happy about it, yeah. and you're really like, I mean, because it's going to be like, you think profound joy, but then all of a sudden you get smacked with knowing the relationship of God and all the things you've ever done that has separated you from God. And That's where that you. bitterness in the stomach, yeah. like literally in the gut. You go, you know? oh, That's oh. That question, by the way. I just trained with No, you. no, no, no. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Um, but there is, there is like a part of, and everyone who is a Christian and their Christian experience, there has to be on some level some element that is completely and utterly terrifying, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Standing before uh, judgment is like you're like holy crap. Yeah. Like, because now it's not a question of ignorance. There yeah, is no, no there is no ignorance. You know you yeah, separate right. yourself from God. There's a difference between someone that's ignorant. And somebody that knows, mm-hmm. and that's hard. Yeah, I mean, there there's a joy in that, like you find your purpose, you find your creator, you find your reason for existence, right? And then at the same time, there is a horror that. Well, what is the horror, Peter? You tell me. That you don't match up to the standards. Yeah, yeah. You messed up. The horror is that you are no good. No. Yeah. And you don't, and you don't live up to the standards. Yeah. And, well, no, I, and I that, but and that, that to the human you know condition you is destructive. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, that part is a, like, as a Christian, I'm like, I know I can't. What's really hard isn't so much that, it's that when I know I've willingly done something that's a sin and separates me from God. There's a lot of difference there than it is when it's like, okay, well, yeah. life is hard and shit happens, you know? Like, but that one, it's like, I know I specifically know I'm not supposed to do those things, and I still did it anyway. It's like a petulant yeah. child. Purposely basically yeah. turned your back. Yeah, and you know, and I'm like, and I know there's going to be an accounting for that. Mm-hmm. Well, that, so I know you pushed back on him as an agnostic, but that was that Jordan Peterson video that I sent you, is that we behave. Uh, he, he says, I want to behave as though I believe that God exists. And yeah, I'd agree with him on that sentiment. Right, um, and I, I think that that horror is is actually truly seeing yourself for who you are, or it's being able to see an accurate image of yourself, right? Or even um, like even more than that, it's it's realizing that there is an actual or there will be an actual bill to pay. Well, also how much you don't how much you don't measure up. 
right? Yeah. Right. Between, well, is able is to it, see the difference between do you think people are, are perfection more, and your imperfection? Do you think people are more upset about seeing that they fell short or that there's consequences? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm shooting for that. I'm just curious. I, you, I think it would be more of falling short, in my opinion. No? No. I, 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 I don't think it's either. I would... Well, I mean, with respect to that question, I think it's the consequence of your actions when you realize you didn't accept Christ in your life. Right. Yeah. I think that is the horror of it. Yeah. The fact that you realize, well, yeah, I fucked up, but in the in the end, like if there if there was no bill to pay at the end of all things, and would, would I really care that I didn't live a great life? Yes. Think so? Yes, because you would be remorseful for what you did. Well, because you, you would also be grateful that you were redeemed. Yeah. But in but but one of the great the, one of the, the, the beauty of it is, yeah, you you hate yourself for what you did, but at the same time you're grateful for what God. The, the but one of the gratefulness overrides the regret. Like one of the gratefulness override the regret. One of the gratefulness be so great that you don't remember or care about your regret. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Hopefully. I can't. So, like in the vein that I think when you're saying those things, I can't say it's either or because when I look at it, it's not. How do you say? It? So, like. I feel like that's a small, like, not insulting anybody, but like a small-minded way of looking at it, of putting in those, that box right there. When I look at it, it's more of like, it's, the horror isn't me being responsible for it or any of those things. The horror that I think about is how the Bible talks about what hell really is, which is separation from God. And so, when you're, sti- when you're in, in judgment and you all of a sudden realize where those separations all occurred and that you were the one that did that, not God, imagine it being like cast into, like it's like human, like as a human. The horror is it like if you took me right now, like right now I'm cool because I can see my surroundings, I know what's going on. You throw me in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean with nothing, I would fucking lose my shit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's literally when you have separation from God. In this case, once it's revealed, you're really, literally being thrown into that ocean of all the wholeness of God, this thing that's we're so small. Yeah, yeah. You see, your insignificance. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. where I think it. Where all that, because all that other stuff is secondary to that. You see how insignificant, how you never had anything of true power. You never had anything. You are a speck in a world and a thing that's so beyond anything you can understand. That is fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and actually then knowing it, living it in your inner being, that that's, that's where I'm like, and then knowing that you're connected to all that and having the connection to God, that you're not lost in that mess, that you you are tethered to an anger that will, you'll never be lost, to be told now you're going to be cut away from me. That is, yeah. that's what I, when you were saying it, that's what I was going through uh, my mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that uh, that's pretty scary. I mean, like, I mean, that's a, like all that other stuff is like stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. So now I know there's a God, and then we're all interconnected, and it's all because of His great and grandeur. And I'm this little thing in this huge fucking yeah. thing that goes beyond measure. And 
now after I find out that there is actually this interconnected amount, all of that, you didn't do what I said, and what I put, I gave to you as a gift, and now you are now cut off. Bye-bye. I mean, that's what the, the Bible said. That's what hell is. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. all this other imagery that they bring up as hell is like, but really what it's always been, and you've brought it up and said it many times, it's yeah. being cut off from God. Yeah. Well, I think, I think there's another element, though, that goes beyond that even that it as I've heard I've heard other theologians talk about it this way where hell is not just a separation of, of, from God it's the presence of God in the worst way so you are constantly you're constantly like they describe it as burning because you're constantly aware that uh, um, that you have rejected him right or that yeah, uh, you're constantly living with the knowledge that you are separated from him, from him. Yeah, in a way that so you do have the presence of of God in a way that just knowing that He exists, you know, knowing that that uh, um, that. I don't know. Knowing, well, no, like, I, knowing no, that you I'm have I'm totally that. there with you because we've already, mankind has already experienced like a mini version of that. Yeah. Because if you read the Bible, that's exactly what happens with that. They're cast from Eden. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And it's a separation from God. So we've gotten like yeah. that in your bud, in your mini light version, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and every, all of the explanation of that moment in, in Genesis is pretty much pretty clear that Adam was not in a good place anymore. He knew it and he was upset about it and leaving they left Eden under basically told you can't come back and now here's an angel that will fucking strike you down if you try you know so I mean yeah that's terrifying mess alright what about the last question what is the deal with the last line concerning many peoples nations languages and kings what could this be referring to you must prophesy again concerning many peoples, nations, and religious peoples. Isn't that just tying back into, again, the, the Old Testament and New Testament where they talk about, like, the word needs to be spread still. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, it's, it's, it's basically it's like John's dream saying to him, hey, you got to go tell people what you're dreaming about. Yeah. yeah. Well, not... The time isn't yet. Just, it's not just a locational prophecy, but it's for everybody yeah. and everywhere. Yeah, all, all peoples, all languages, yeah. all classes. Yeah. So it affects the whole world. Yeah. Whatever it is. The Jewish folk aren't exactly happy about that. What? I'm not trying to be dead. I'm just saying. No, yeah. Like, it's the same uh, thing. Um, well, I mean, even in the Old Testament, I think there were hints that it was for the whole world. Like, the, yeah. like Judaism existed for the whole world. And then it just exists for the Jews. Uh, um, I think that was just a hint of yes. what Christianity was. Um, that's why I see, you know, a direct connection between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Ugh. All right. Anything else to talk about? covered the chapter. I mean, yeah, yeah. There, there's more, but 
not well, not talk about the, it. We got week. 15 minutes. Not, I mean, not this week. It's just I know there's more, and it's, it Coming. all ties yeah. in together. Yeah, that, that, so yeah. next time like we almost need to revisit stuff every time we read a chapter. Yeah. Next time we'll be halfway done. Um, so it's two <clears throat> weeks. Two weeks, and then break. yeah, the plan. So the plan works. Break next week. Meet next the following week. Yeah. Then another week else. break. Probably the following week. Um, yeah, the week after that, we're going to do weigh-in. So I don't know what we're going to do for that. But oh, in two weeks? Yeah, two yeah. weeks. Or uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, three. Okay. Might as well do it two November, weeks from uh, now. September 15th. Oh, we're, we're taking a break after 11, right? I thought that was. Uh, well, we're taking a break next week. No, but but going into this but, uh, book. I, I don't know. I mean, we, we can go right into it. Yeah, later. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Because I'm going to be off we've the had, last week of September. We've had so many breaks of this. Also <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're kind we're of right. walking because we didn't, do, usually we take a much longer break during the summer. You say yeah. we don't, but like looking at like the past, like I looked at our yeah, yeah, calendars, yeah. we usually don't even start a new, like a new thing until like yeah. summer happens. And well, then Wade wanted to do Revelation. Like September. So I want to get through Revelation. Um through the end of the year, if possible. Yeah. And then next year, we can take a big break in the winter, in January. Um, I'm okay with that. Like December to January? Like December on? Yeah. Uh, I think early December is better. Yeah. Well, we should be done around mid-December, I think. Early to mid-December, depending on... I, I can tell you vacation. My, my schedule in uh, late, late November, early December gets a little tighter because with all yeah. the holidays. And, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're, going, we're going to Dickens Fair again this year as long as San Francisco doesn't close everything. Yeah. Which you never Good know. Who yeah. you never know? I'm going to shut it down for Monkey Pond. You got to get your passport for Monkey Pond now. <laughs> Did you get your vax yet? You gotta wear a mask. You gotta wear a mask for Oh gosh, nobody's buying into that. Yeah, I think they burned that bridge now. Yeah. How bad is the well, the homeless? No, the monkey pox thing is, is very is more prevalent. No, no, separate than that. But like the homeless population has to be pretty bad. Up homeless bad in, in uh, San Francisco, Southern California. Oh yeah, it's awful. Southern California, it's bad. In LA. Yeah. Um, LA and San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, so. Is well, I'm not gonna say anything about that. What? Turn off the recording. All right. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yeah, I won't say All that. Right.